bros chilling in the hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay two bros two bros five feet apart because they're two bros two bros Hello and welcome to We Rate Queerbait, a show where we explore the blurry lines between gardeners and little guys. I am your host, Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Sky. My pronouns are he, she. I'm Emery. My pronouns are they, she, he. Hey, do you guys like D&D? Yeah, I sure I do. do. Like uh, I mean, well, I hate it, but it's a bad game, and I hate it, but also it's really, really fun to play, so yeah. who could say? Yeah, it's, like, really fun when you're in a party and things kind of go to shit almost immediately uh-huh. for, like, the whole game, and it feels like you guys are just limping to a finish line. Yeah. It's great that when you split the party so bad that you have two players just off in a completely different campaign doing their own thing. Well, it's great when, like, you start the party with, like, four people, and then the fifth is like, hey, I'll join you guys um, uh, later, halfway through, and then they just don't. The fifth, who's the DPS, is yeah. like, listen, guys, I-, I got something to do, but I promise I'll, I'll be, be back. right back. And then they just don't, so you have to get a different guy to help. Um, but then yeah, the you guy, have to get a ranger. But then the guy who you're escorting on your mission um, almost dies shortly after that. So then you have to be like, maybe we need to broaden this party a little bit. And then you end up with nine dudes. And none of them do shit. Yeah. Nine dudes who do fuck all until um, the DPS dies. Until the DPS does one one spell. <laughs> Hi, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. We're talking about Lord of the Rings, the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, because we- if we did all three of them, I would die. Mm-hmm. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we're specifically focusing not on Gimli and Legolas, you feral animals out there. We're focusing on Sam and Frodo for the feral animals who are me out there. (laughs) (laughs) Sam is such a goddamn sweetheart. I did not realize how much I loved Sam before I did. Sam is a fucking little cutie. Sam's perfect. Don't change. Yeah. You'll understand now that when I say, um, wow, Sam is me-coded, it's mostly because I saw him as a small child and went, wow, that's the only way to be. (laughs) That's gonna, I'm just gonna mold to that. That's the only way to be. Likes a horse, likes to garden, is down horrendous for a man. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But doesn't really know he's down horrendous for a man. It's just kind of like, you know, I'm his gardener, so, you know. Just, we're best friends. You know, yeah. I made a promise to Gandalf. Yeah, <laughs> I made I made a fucking promise. I made a promise. You know, it's fine. I'll just hang around outside his house all day. I don't actually have to go in it. It's fine. Yeah, can you give me an explanation for why when Sam dropped Frodo off after they went to the bar and Frodo got startled by Gandalf but did not yell or anything that Sam decided to hang outside his window for a few hours? Um, well, in the books, I can offer an explanation. And yeah, that's... it's because it was in the middle of the day. <laughs> well, no, also because, um, so the movies do cut out one of my favorite details about the Hobbits, and that is that, um, they all fucking knew that Frodo was trying to leave and were like, um, actually, we're going to just conspire to go with you. And Sam was like relaying information to them until that night when Gandalf caught them. And then he was just he <laughs> I think the line is he considered himself on parole. 
I love Sam. He's he, a su- little sweetie. He says, no, I, I'm trusted. I can't tell you any more about the ring. I mean, shit. I, fuck. No. <laughs> a fucking little sweetie. I know. Uh, Sam never should does I, anything should wrong, I? even when he fucks up completely. Exactly. Yeah, and even on that, I'm blaming it on Mary and Pippin. Yeah. So he yeah. was a part of that, but he he's he's susceptible to peer pressure. It's fine. And they wanted to make sure Frodo wasn't going to die. Yeah, it yeah. It was a case of conspiring against the one member of the polycule who's a little bit too self-sacrificing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should I jump into the plot of this movie? Let's go. That I feel like everyone in the world knows. Um. Yeah, you can kind of so, summarize the plot in about thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, it's a bad D&D game. Yeah. So there's... The D&D game goes like this. You have to escort one legendary item to a giant volcano to throw it in. Um, one of your party members has a great skill that makes him resistant to the evil item uh, and its evil influences. And then the other party members are also mid, midline resistant to it, but as long as they don't touch it. You have a cool wizard on the party who's, like, infinitely old and infinitely powerful, but he don't do shit, really, other than kind of be confused a yeah. lot. Yeah. You know, the magic's fading from the world, so <laughs> yeah. he's got to conserve it. Yeah, he's kind of dumb as shit all the time. There's, like, five evil rings in the world, and he considered that uh, his friend who had one of them probably wasn't a big deal. He's um, the one who read, like, all the GM's lore documents for the campaign, though. So, you know, he's just the guy who can, like, if you need exposition, he's fucking on it. Oh, he is the one to talk to. It is great. I do love um, that in the book, it's it's Bilbo's, like, I have this evil ring that I'm obsessed with. And Gandalf's like, that's weird. And then he gives it to Frodo, and he's like, I'm gonna just go do some research. And he's, like, in and out for, like, eight years, being like, is that ring still, like, still doing stuff? And Frodo's like, nope. And he's like, and you're still young, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll be back. I yeah, he comes back 20, like, his, his final comeback is 20 years later, and he says, ah, uh, so here's the thing. Ring's cursed. Um, that Ring's, ring's evil. so cursed, so horrible, so evil, and people are looking for it now, so, like, by the end of this year, like, preferably by fall at the latest, you have to, like, leave your home forever. You need to be the fuck out of here, I... like... Probably yesterday. I gotta admit, I completely fucking forgot that in the book there was like a 17-year time skip between the first scene and right? the second. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so fucking funny. It's so funny. It is the epitome of like old British dude writing because it is talking, not really caring about the detail of like, yeah, yeah, 17 years past. Who cares about that? What I am going to tell you about is that the Hobbits... They didn't like Gandalf. He was kind of a weirdo. (laughs) They looked at Frodo also and they said, he's still hot. That's weird. He was a bit queer, that fellow. He's a bit queer. You know those Bagginses? There's some fucking queer folk up in Hobbit. Let me fucking tell you They're a bit queer over there. Sam likes them, though. He hangs out there all the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, So kind kind of like the whole opening section of the book is just like we're we're kind of hanging out with these hobbits in in their funny little shire and bilbo's having a birthday party and 
hobbits are being a lot of hobbits are like being very low level petty and shitty and they love to eat a, a lot of food and drink a lot of alcohol and Bilbo is just kind of like a rude shitty old man and he's hilarious and I really like this part yeah I love um I love in the movie and I love in the book anytime we get to spend time with the hobbits because it's just a perfect portrait of a community that is like incredibly close knit, but doesn't necessarily like anyone in it. Exactly. None of the hobbits like really like each other, but they do hang out and they are close knit. They just love the drama. Yeah, so they are always constantly looking for some drama to start. But also they're just like, I can't I couldn't possibly handle any drama. A perfect portrait of like Well, yeah. 1970s suburbs. They yeah. want to talk about the drama. They do not want to be involved in the drama. It's very, I mean, it, 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 it a is. A perfect portrait of, like, a, someone's, like, having a fight at their house and all the neighbors are just kind of, like, standing outside just being like, so what's going on? There is, there so is no better online experience than just being a fly on the wall in, a, in Shire next door. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, so we learn kind of in the opening that Bilbo, he's having a big birthday and he kind of, he's kind of talking to town cause he's, um, A, 111 years old, which is fucking weird. B, young and hot, which is weird. And C, really rich after he went on an adventure one time and came back with, um, some treasure. Um, people thought he was dead, so they tried to sell the house, but then he just showed up and was like, uh-uh, not dead. Give me my house back. Um, he likes dwarves. Yeah, yeah, people are always talking about how he, you know, went off to foreign parts to, and, and got some treasure there, and they always say it with such derision. Went off to foreign parts and came back low fruity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, he, he left with all those dwarves, and you know. (laughs) He came back low fruity. They still visit sometimes. Those dwarves keep visiting him, it's weird. (laughs) Um... He's having a big old birthday party, and it opens with kind of Gandalf in the movie and slightly in the book kind of shows up, and everyone's like, damn, he has fireworks? That's weird. What a freak. Uh, He really likes Frodo. Not Frodo. Bilbo. Bilbo and Gandalf talk. Bilbo's like, I want to fucking get out of here. This place sucks. I'm going to go explore mountains and hang out with my dwarf friends and party with elves. And Gandalf is like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. How's that ring doing? And he's like, it's fine totally normal it's fine i'm feeling great kind of thin and stretched like i'm being worn out but it's fine doing great over here it's It's fine fine. my soul is regular and normal yeah 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 um at the party uh bilbo i do love in the movie how in bilbo tells like one bad joke kind of making fun of the hobbits and no one laughs and he's immediately just like okay well i'll be going now okay bye Disappears. Because me too mm-hmm. doesn't get what the rise I wanted out of people, and I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just disappear forever from this world. Thanks. That's right. He yeah. puts on his ring. He disappears in the book. Gandalf apparently throws a flash bomb down for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to like make it's all okay. There's a lot of hilarious espionage, I will say, in the book. Um, Daryl. T- I have um, been renewed in my love of Tolkien's writing, and not necessarily, like, a love of Tolkien's mm-hmm. writing, but, like, it's 
hilarious. The weird. He's so long-winded. He talks about everything so much. And then also, like, okay, one of my funniest things is he talks about the toys that um, Bilbo is giving the children yeah, for, for so for long. birthday present. But he doesn't describe a single toy. He says some of them had been shipped from, like, the elvish lands and had, like, some were dwarven made and some had been ordered a year ago. And, like, nowhere in there does he describe what a single toy might look like or what the hobbits would be playing with. Just, yeah, he got some really cool fucking toys. You know he got to that part and he thought for a second. <laughs> he's like, he's do like, I know any kids? <laughs> he's like, do these guys have teddy bears? <laughs> like, he got to that part and he immediately thought, like, would they have model trains? What would a fucking medieval child get as a toy? And then he's like, I'm not going to talk about it. Jay? I'm not even going to, nope. I feel like J.R.R. Tolkien is, like, probably around or on the same level as Jojo's Bizarre Adventure in terms of writing about people just explaining things to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what Everyone's I'm fucking just talking. People... They're just saying what's on their minds. They're like, oh, people are learn... just saying shit. <laughs> want to learn a little I'll history lesson in the middle of our, our, our unrelated conversation? Because I will tell you the history of this place. Want to learn just, like, a random fact that may or may not be true? Because I'm going to tell you it. It's not going to be relevant to what's going on right now, but I'm going to tell you it anyway. I still always think, like, the gall of Tolkien to write the Ents as, like, a dig on uh, C.S. Lewis for being too long-winded after, like, you read, like, for example, the Elrond, like, in the council just being like, oh, here's the entire history of the ring. We're not going to include most of that, but we are going to include most of my lineage. God. Like, it is so funny that the beginning of the book is literally just an entire in-depth history of the entirety of Hobbits, in which he's just like, I don't know, this may or may not be true. It's kind of told from the, like, uh, perspective of the Brandy Bucks and the Took, so who knows if this is true or not. And I'm just like, my guy, why'd you do this? You know, now I'm thinking about uh, Hirohiko Araki and just, like, how much fucking wilder would Lord of the Rings be if if Wikipedia existed, you know? How what much if, wilder would um J.R.R. Tolkien just had that like irresponsible level of access to information? Okay, but here's a better one. How much better would it be if characters talked like JoJo characters? Uh-huh. I'm thinking of like the Dio quote where he's like, oh, you're approaching me much like a schoolboy trying to finish a paper uh, when the test has only been called and you're trying to fill in the last question. Imagine if characters just did that. God. If Aragorn was like, now, Frodo, you're carrying the ring much like a schoolboy who just tried to finish a test. <laughs> they do kind of talk like that. Like, I... it's not quite the same, but it is like about as long winded. <laughs> But just completely off base, though. Well, Things yeah. that don't relate at all. And you're just kind of like, I guess you could draw that line. Sure. Alternately, I guess. Alternately, what if JoJo's Bizarre Adventure had a lot of songs in it? Uh, oh my god, if they all just oh, like started singing for like a page and a half. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would love if randomly Jotaro just burst into song for no reason. <laughs> that would actually make me like him. Oh, I'm trying to imagine Josuke just, like, randomly being like, and this reminds me of a song I wanted to sing. <laughs> this is a song mm-hmm. about making money. <laughs> this is a song about cheating your next-door neighbor who's rich out of some money. Here's a song about meeting an alien. 
This is a song about turning a serial killer into a rock. <laughs> this is a song about um, finding Jesus. Exactly! <laughs> this is a song about entering a horse race to find all the body parts of Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, the prison songs Jolene would have. God. I'm, I'm fucking calling Hirohiko Araki right the fuck now. <laughs> Um, Re-release the entire anime. Please, I'm begging you. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Frodo gets left bag end. Um, There's a whole hullabaloo where all the relatives are like, can you fucking believe that little queer gets it? Um, And Frodo is like, get out of my house. I hate you all. Um, Yeah, also Bilbo was like, damn, I don't really want to give up the ring. And was like, are you going to rob me? Gandalf, is that why you don't want me to leave the ring? And Gandalf is like, damn, you talk a lot like um, that one guy who had the ring. Um, and Gandalf is also like, I will obliterate you off the face of this earth right now. And Bilbo's like, really? And he's like, no, I'm a friend. No, you're sweet. But no, seriously, I could, though. But yeah, he eventually is like, you know, I don't think you need it. And he's like, uh, fine, I don't need it. He's you're like, right. And then he tries to leave with it anyway. And Gandalf's like, no, seriously, dude. Um, he, he eventually leaves- is it behind and then he's like oh the dwarves here to sweep me off my feet I'm so happy to be traveling with dwarves again Bilbo really is a gay who just adopted his gay orphan nephew uh huh he says later he's like I don't really know why I took you in and I'm like I know uh-huh. yeah. I know why you were very much like me if you know what I mean <laughs> he was like I could tell I could tell you're a little little freak yeah Bil- um, Bil- Yeah, no you, you, you can't fault Bilbo's gaydar yeah, you know yeah, he knew, 100%. he knew. He looked at that little boy and he was just like, yeah, uh-huh, he needs protected. Anyways. Yeah, he was having, like, a thing with his gardener, and then, like, he was like, oh, maybe you should come hang out with me, and, like, and and, like his gardener's son is also there, and obviously the gardener's son is growing up a little gay, you know, like, we're, we're seeing Yeah, it, a little so fruity. like, okay, well, like, like they should have some friends with each other, and that that's how it happened. Do you think? Oh, let me see if I could find, because I did, um take pictures as I was reading so I can include choice lines that uh, came up. Let's see, let's see. Uh, do... Nope, I didn't include that choice line. I do remember where one of the gardener, the gardener dad was just like, yeah, if the you really want to know about the Bagginses, you should... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's like, you want to know about the Baggins, you should ask my son. He's in and out there all the time. Yeah. Near constantly, just yes. hanging out at their house. Do you think? Do you think Bilbo finally left Hobbiton because he was just getting so sick and tired of 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 waiting for Frodo and Sam to 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 get together? Yeah, he was just like, maybe if I leave the house, maybe that's what's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, both like, I can't host because yeah, like the like, gaffer Sam. lives with Sam and yeah. Bilbo lives with Frodo. So like once. Bilbo's like, once I'm gone, don't even worry. They'll be he he'll have a good few years have, here before he has to take the ring responsibility. He you'll have the whole house to yourself. And it's a big house, man. Like it's a big house. It's you can you can big house. You could get anyone in here, you know? Maybe sneak them through the window. That's what I'm saying. A lot of rooms, um, but you only need one, just saying. Exactly. I... Switch up the rooms a little bit in case people try to spy on you. Like, you got it all figured out. It's fine. Um and, you know, maybe if he one day wants to invite his girlfriend slash wife, you all could live in here. Yeah, it's nice and homey. Yeah. Um, so I gotta speed this along. Anyways, Bilbo leaves. 
Frodo gets the ring. Gandalf is like, hey, uh, you just keep it right here. Don't really touch it or do anything with it um, at all. Um, I'm going to I'm going to be back. I'm going to do research for 20 years. Yeah, I'm going to be back for 20 years. Um, bye. In the meantime, Frodo continues not to age and everyone's like a little fruity. Um, and one day Gandalf comes back and says, hey, so um, ring you have uh, cursed as shit. Maybe the most cursed. Maybe the most cursed and evil thing in the world. Um, yeah, it's like the devil made it so the and de- wants it back. And, and it a- wants to go to the devil. And the devil is alive yeah. and wants it back. Turns out he's been real active lately. So, you know, hey, it's me, the devil. Um, so you need to take it out of here. And Fro's like, I could just give it to you. And he's like, no. No, if you no. give it to me, I will destroy the world is the thing. I will do some sick shit with it that will kill a lot of people. It would um, look so cool, but like... It I would finally yeah. be able to cast Magic Missile, and I don't think I should be allowed to do that. <laughs> I'd um, be able to cast a cantrip. I might be able to cast Fireball, and I don't think I should be allowed to do that right now. <laughs> Anyways, you need to take it out of here um, right now. Sam, you're going to since you were eavesdropping, and Sam's like, oh no, what a nightmare. Oh. Oh, no. I have to accompany my master along the way. So there's like long bits of travel. They're traveling. They're traveling. They're traveling. Um, Again, we... dumb espionage. Like he's basically saying, oh, I'm going to stay with like near my cousins. But he's not. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, it turns out once he gets there that his friends, Mary and Pippin, have known the whole time because Sam told them. So they are just like, yeah, no, we've been planning on coming with you the do whole you, time. Do you think so what's happening fine. is that... Um, they're all in a group chat together, but then kind of off to the side, Mary, Sam, and Pippin all have a group chat to talk about Frodo. Mm. Like, they're like, Frodo seems whistless today. Do you think that's weird? And they're no, because like, one of the lines is like, Pippin was like, yeah, you're honestly not that subtle. Like, or no, it's, I think it's Mary. But he goes... Honestly, you've been just kind of wandering around and muttering under your breath. Damn, I wonder if I'll ever see this river again. Like- God, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they've been all in another group chat. Like, damn, is he all right? Like, he's been fucking. He's been fucking doing that. That one picture where a guy is just like standing alone, like sitting on a swing, just like looking forlorn, and it's just like they're all just like, damn, is he okay? He's doing the Charlie Brown keeping his head down shuffle walk past the rivers <laughs> yeah. and sighing about how his childhood days are over. Should we check on him? He's fucking lightly touching like every pool of water and being like, oh, I'll miss these days. <laughs> oh, um, he's in this melancholy again. What should we do? <laughs> he's posting things like not me being melancholy, LOL. <laughs> oh, he's sighing mournfully. What does this mean? <laughs> He's been Fro- singing more ballads when we go out to drink than, like, happy fun songs. That's kind of... He updated his profile to say, big change is coming. <laughs> <laughs> big things happening. Kind of sad, not gonna lie. Not answering us when we say, why? <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of a sad boy. Uh, he, I love him. Um... So they go on a journey, they go on a journey, things happen. Tom Bombadil is in between here. Um, we love Tom Bombadil we here. We do love Tom Bombadil in this hot wave. Um, I do want to talk about um, how Tolkien writes women real quick, because every time a woman comes up, it's literally like, 
The woman was so ethereal and beautiful, and all of the men loved looking at her. Anyways. Anyways, she's gone Back to what the now. men are doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just just know that she's, like, hot, but in, like, an ethereal, God-fearing way. All Anyways, of the men are equally attracted to every woman. All of them are 10 out of 10 smoke shows. Everyone loves them. Anyways. And they're so good at housework. They're mm. so good at keeping home. And they they're, love cooking. They're really good at it. Tom Bombadil's hot hot elf wife, so good at it. Yeah. It allows him to go off and sing. And collect water lilies for her. Need me a man like Tom Bombadil. Honestly. Um, did you guys like the part where um, Tom Bombadil uh, says, hey, if you ever get in trouble, just sing my song. And then they do. And then he just kind of materializes out of fucking nowhere to be like, wow, you guys are real fucked up, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys fucked this one. <laughs> wow, you guys are dying already, huh? Wow, you sure, <laughs> Shit's you sure did get got by the Barrow Whites. Just like we <laughs> talked about like a whole last scene ago. Better, yeah, I, I, I told you not you to get... <laughs> Told you not to get got by them, but then you went and did. That's funny. But then you went and did it. Hey, your horses also just, like, went to visit my cool horse. Is it cool? Tom Bombadil also is, like, my horse's base, too. Anyway. Yeah, I I love my wife and I love my horse. (laughs) My based horse and my based wife. Anyway, Um, I guess I'd better, you know, just, like, go back to my hot elf life, because I saved you two times in a row now, and uh, it's going to kind of get kind of monotonous if uh, if we keep doing things like this. Also, I can't take the ring to Mordor because reasons. Okay, bye. Can't take the ring to Mordor because I just truly could not care enough. Is basically his reason. He's like, I don't know. I don't really. Not my deal. What would happen to my forest? Yeah. That would willow happen? would eat everyone alive. What would happen to my smoking hot elf wife? I yeah. can't leave her. Um, anyways, they get to the end of the prancing pony and uh, Gandalf isn't there. Like like a cuck. But Strider is. Yeah, but a guy named Strider or Longshanks because he got long legs. <laughs> Because he got them gams. He got them gams. He got them thighs that make you go, woo! (laughs) Daisy Dukes make a man go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I want them to re-release Lord of the Rings, but Aragorn is wearing Daisy Dukes the entire time. (laughs) I want them to re-release Lord of the Rings, but Aragorn does the splits every time he walks. He's taken such long strides. (laughs) I want I want them to really release the Lord of the Rings, but Aragorn has the Daisy Dukes and Gandalf. Every time he like parts his cloak even a little bit, you get to see that he is wearing high heels and fishnets. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Gandalf big naturals, but also yes. <laughs> yes, I want him also to when he comes back as Gandalf to white to have big naturals. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I had to defeat the Balrog to give me these <laughs> <laughs> party upgrade. That's right, <laughs> big naturals. <laughs> He gave me a fine item, Frodo. <laughs> um, I am Saruman as he was supposed to be. <laughs> Big and natural, Frodo. That's right. Um, where, where the fuck were? Oh yeah, Strider's like, hey, you guys are fucking this up real bad. I know you have an evil cursed ass ring. Um, do you need help getting to Rivendell? And they're like, yes. And he's like, great, we're going now. Um, they're being hunted by horrible, horrible black riders who all have black horses. Hey, did you guys enjoy the part where they say that specifically, um, 
the orcs kidnapped every black horse in the entire world for Saruman's army? Um, it's incredible. <laughs> I love that Tolkien's like... <laughs> I, I do love that it's not there are specially bred black horses that are like fiercer and more evil. Or evil horses, like ethereal evil horse. No, it's just they went out and got every single no, black horse. No, they just found all the black ones. Like, <laughs> door regardless to door. of how they were raised or trained or whatever. Like door to door. Like, it's not, you know, like, orcs are supposed to be a divergent off of, like, elves. Like, they had a common ancestor or whatever. But Thinking not, elf, they uh, could have just easily done that with the horses. Like, oh, yeah, no, the black horses are just a little meaner. No, nope. Nope they kidnapped. just took all the black horses. They are just a little meaner, though. It's, it's... Tolkien I'm has some weird things. i at you like a dark horse. Yes, that's what they're listening to. <laughs> yeah. All the orcs are blasting Katy Perry, in case you were wondering. God, I wish they were. Um, <laughs> that's in, that's also in our reboot. Ringwraiths are really going the extra mile for that whole goth aesthetic, huh? They really are. Um, <laughs> They're they like, no one shit. else can have a black horse. Yeah, no one else can have a black horse. Maybe even a dapple gray is off limits. I'm I'm going all for it. Yeah, they steal the black ones, but they're like just shooting the dark ones. <laughs> Anything like that no looks slightly darker, there's like, I'm, I'm fucking coming for you. Um, they're journeying, journeying with Strider. At some point, they get to a big old watchtower. And uh, hey, here's the thing. The hobbits are dumb as shit um, for some reason. And they light a fire in the middle of the night on a big watchtower. Not a good idea. In fairness, yeah, the books are very like, oh yeah, we're gonna the Ar- uh, Aragorn's like we're gonna use fire to like keep them back, and Sam's like, yeah, but fire could also like draw them to us. Uh, <laughs> Sam does not like Strider. I will point Sam that out. Sam does not fucking Sam hates anybody who tries to like <laughs> move in on Frodo. Get Frodo's trust. Honestly, it's a little bit toxic, but I love it. Um, Anyone who's like, hey Frodo, um, I'm talking to you. Sam's like, why? <laughs> Do we trust this guy? Really? Do you know him? Why is he in your contacts? <laughs> Were you texting him? Frodo. Frodo. Do you know this Strider guy? No, what? Sam. I just met him today. Yeah, but you're real chummy with him. He's like, like really talking to you like he knows you. You sent a lot of texts is the thing. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure you're, you're safe. You're not in you trouble know? or anything. I'm just like, I'm curious, you know? I'm making sure you're safe, you know? <laughs> Gandalf told me to keep you safe. and I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping my promise. Keeping an eye on him. Um... <laughs> Frodo gets stabbed. He's dying. It's real bad. Turns out if you get stabbed real bad, you die. Big if true. Yeah, yeah. It's a cursed blade that broke up off a piece in him. Um, Not the only thing that wants to break off a piece in him. Um, That is true. I'm talking about Sam. Yeah, exactly. Aragorn pulls Sam aside and is like, listen, the only reason they backed off is because they think he's dead. So not great for us. (laughs) Um, we should get a move on, try to get a, uh, to Rivendell as fast as possible. We should really hurry. <laughs> um, in the movie, Aragorn pulls the, uh, Shrek maneuver on him where he tells Sam to go find a blue flower with, uh, white leaves or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then he proceeds to go off and meet his hot elf girlfriend. That's right. Uh, so that's fun. They take... Frodo to Rivendell. Um, Frodo is saved by Lord Elrond, who uses his gay little magic on him. And then he meets uh, Gandalf, who's like, hey, man, how you doing? Hey. Hey. And Frodo's like, where the fuck were you? And he's like, I 
know. So remember that guy I told you about? Remember the guy who, like, is the head of my order who I thought was really cool? Turns out he's gay. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out he's, like, the kind of gay I don't respect. He's wearing rainbows now. Yeah. It's a little fruity. Yeah, and I was like, damn, I like the old ones better. And he's like, well, I'm gonna steal the one ring and fascism. He's like, eat shit and die. And I said, no. And he said, well, too bad. Uh, so then Saruman, he put me on his roof. Saruman said, like, actually, the corporations are our friends. You see how they're uh, absolutely ravaging the planet and, uh, and, and, uh, <gasps> and, you know, you think... just, just wreaking all sorts of havoc with their little minions, just really, just really just tearing through society. I think they're the good guys, actually. We should, we should get on board with them. Look how nice do you think, this, um, uh, this rainbow graphic is. Do you think? Do you think Saruman? Um, not Saruman. Do you think Gandalf got a little suspicious when he got there and he saw a little um, flag that just said "No Kink at Pride" <gasps> on uh, Saruman's wall? But then also like a Chase Bank with like a rainbow on it. Yeah. Do you think he was just saying there like, huh? Damn, that's messed up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Gandalf's like. You know, uh, kink and pride are closely related, and Saruman's like, yeah, but think of the kids. Yeah, Saruman it's, it's would a whole be thing. like, yeah, but, and, and, and Saruman is also like, uh, uh, nope, I was, I was gonna make a Saruman is pro-cop at pride joke, but, you know, I couldn't, my brain shut down and I couldn't find, like, an especially funny way of doing it. I mean, they're just there to keep us safe is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The horrible ghouls. He's a, he's actually breeding a specialized version of cops to bring to pride. Yeah, we have to kill a few trees to do it, but like But the Oh shit, he's starting Cop City. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's also he got there and um uh Saruman had Cop City also on his wall and Gandalf was like, "Ah, I don't know about that. And he's like, what's your problem? What's, what's wrong with it? They're keeping us safe. It's all about public safety. Yeah. They got to be trained f- to uh, stop these criminals. Um, so anyways, Gandalf sort of away on an eagle, right? Yeah. He's Eventually. Or- hey, did you guys notice the dog bowl that Saruman left off for Gandalf? <laughs> I did not. In the movie? Then you posted it in a screenshot and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched this movie. I've never noticed that he just leaves a little dog bowl out for him. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Eat sorry. Your for, fucking slot. Sorry, Frodo. He turned me. He made me go puppy mode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't meet you, Frodo. I was. I had dog brain. Mm-hmm. It's not a king thing, um, though. Saruman is anti kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's more just like basic degradation, which if he only <laughs> yeah. knew was actually just you know. He didn't know. He it's doesn't know. Flip- it's a platonic humiliation thing. Yeah, it's more to assert dominance, which is no way related to kink. Um, <laughs> um, hey, do you guys want? Do you guys? Do you guys like this choice line from the book? Um, after uh, Frodo is uh, well rested and healthy, and he gets up and um, quote. At that moment, there was a knock on the door and Sam came in. He ran to Frodo, took his left hand awkwardly and shyly. He stroked it gently and then blushed and turned hastily away. Hello, Sam, said Frodo. It's warm, said Sam. 
Meaning your hand, Mr. Frodo. It's felt so cold through the long nights. Yeah. Hey. He really said, I, I didn't want to hold your hand. I just was checking if your hand was like warmer now than it had been the last time. When I, I was held holding it? Holding it through the long nights? <laughs> yeah, when I was holding it through the long nights. I didn't want to hold it now. I just was checking if it was like. I didn't want to hold it where you were awake yeah. and noticing. Warmed up. I was just keeping. I was just keeping it warm, but now it is warm already. So don't worry about it. I guess. I guess we. So now I don't I, need to do it I anymore. I don't need yeah. to hold your hand. A now a tear escapes from his eye. Now I don't need to do that anymore. Haha. <laughs> um, they do recreate this in the movie while uh, Frodo is talking to Gandalf. Sam does come rushing in, and in the background is just stroking uh, Frodo's hand the entire scene. Yeah. Which I think is nice. Thank you, Ian McKellen, for directing those movies for us. Yeah, thank you, Ian McKellen, for turning me gay. Anyways, <laughs> um, there's a big old council meeting where the rest of the D&D party shows up, and uh, everyone sits in a circle and is like, so ring, huh? <laughs> so... <laughs> so ring, huh? And one person's like, ring could be gun. And another person says, ring not gun. And another person if says, "If ring gun, we die. If ring gun, we we shoot selves." And other person goes, "Why not break ring gun?" And another person says, "Need to throw it in the big furnace over there in the volcano. In the volcano, and then right ev- under that big eyeball you can see in the distance. And then the ring is implied to use its uh, subtle magic to make everyone racist at each other for mm-hmm. a few minutes." But then Frodo says, me take ring gun to furnace over there. And (laughs) then everyone everyone says, oh, okay. Wow, that was so sweet of that kid. He's going to die. But (laughs) what bravery. Uh, Who brought this small child to the council meeting? He says, I'm 54. (laughs) That's right. Um... So this is the forming of the Fellowship of the Ring. It is uh, four hobbits who just tagged along. Um, Gandalf the wizard, who should be infinitely powerful and very valuable. He's not. Aragorn, who is the only bitch doing a damn thing in this entire group. Mm-hmm. Legolas, who's just there. He can see far. He can see far with his elf eyes. You know Aragorn um, is, like, is like the one member of the D&D party <laughs> who's actually read the rule book and is like, you know, built his character with any sort of effectiveness in mind. Yeah, I would like to point out Legolas and Gimli are also effective. They just don't try. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the people that a friend of a friend brought to the D&D campaign, so they're not really interacting with anyone else in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they're... they're and then there's Boromir, who is... Oh, sorry. They're just over there, like, killing orcs one by one while completely ignoring, like, every other objective that the GM has, <laughs> has laid out for them. They're like, hey, do you guys want to, like, help Frodo? And they're like, why? Check it out. Why I would we do that? 19. <laughs> I wrote a 19. I killed so many orcs today. No, I'm getting levels like crazy. Yeah, they literally show up to, like, eat snacks and make in-jokes with each other and <laughs> on their turn kill whatever orc is nearest. Mm-hmm. Literally. And then there's Boromir, who is the friend of a friend who you don't know why you invited. He's normal. Boromir is the one trying to take the quest on a completely different direction every single session. He's, He's like, just like, I don't but, know. But what if we did the thing that the the DM doesn't want us to do? What He's if like, we did that? He said, what if we like got into my backstory real quick? I like really spent a long time on my character's backstory, and I think we should really invest in that backstory. And everyone's like, no. 
if we gave no, the ring we're not doing a, that. If we gave the ring to a cop, then the cop could keep us so much safer. Yeah, my dad, who is <laughs> my dad, who's like the king right now, but not like, a king. He's better than a king. He's like head cop right now because um, you know, the actual leader of the city just ain't stepping up. Hey, Aragorn. Um, so he's kind of doing all the work, and I'm kind of like cop in second command. And I think we should go see our my dad, who is a cop. And everyone's like, no. And he's like, all right. But I still want to tag we, along. But if we did anyway, I'm going to bring it up every week, though. How's I'm going to bring it up like every five minutes, though. Um, so they go on their little journey. It immediately goes to shit. Almost completely. Yeah, so they stay in Rivendell until like the end of December. And then they take off for um, a mountain. It does not go well. Yeah, um, they're going to go through a pass in the mountain, and then some birds scare them. And Gimli's like, hey, we could go under the mountain where my people are. It'll be safe and easy. And Gandalf is like, fuck no, I would never do that. Fuck off. I still, I love that in the in the movie especially, he doesn't give any explanation to that. He just says, I would rather die. I would literally <laughs> Gimli's just left to be like, what the fuck what do you mean? shit, dude? <laughs> He's like, I would never do that. Also, fuck off for suggesting it. Anyway. Does not tell him. He suspects that they're all dead in there. He's just like, no, I'd rather die He's like, than no. visit your kin. Bye. <laughs> um, Boromir's like, we could go um, to my city. And Aragorn's like, no. And he's like, all right, but no, what if I we... I hate humans. He's like, but what if we did, though? And he's like, no. So they try to go over the mountain, but oh, no. Wizards are having a wizard fight up there. It's just not going well. Just not going well at all. Did you guys like in the movie that um, all the um, main characters had to carry the hobbits? I thought that was cute. Yeah, it's very good. I like when any of the uh, regular-sized people have to carry the hobbits like they're little children. Yeah. Because they're all, like, 54-year-old men. Mm-hmm. Their legs are so short, Any- though. Yeah, they're you just gotta carry your short friends around. Mm-hmm. Carry them through the snow. Help them, help them out. Anyways, help them uh, reach, that doesn't go help well. Them so reach, help them reach the 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 cookies the on the high shelf. shelf. Yeah, yeah. Don't make them get the little grabber claw. That's right. So after that fails, they're like, "Fine, we'll go through the mines." Uh, Gandalf doesn't know simple riddles. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't know simple riddles where it says speak friend and enter. And he's like, oh, you know, you just have to, you know, tell him you're here. You just have to say I'm here. Me, Gandalf. Me, Gandalf. You know me. (laughs) I'm a friend to the elves. I love how in the book he's just like standing there swearing at the door for like five hours. (laughs) I love book Gandalf so much. He spends (laughs) so long pissed off at this door. That is the most simple riddle in the world. And he's just like, fucking open up, dude. Yeah, and Pippin's like, have you tried this? And he's like, I'm going to try throwing you in the river <laughs> next, Pippin. I'm going to fucking try killing you. <laughs> so good. Speak one more word, bitch. <laughs> and then eventually Frodo figures out that, Gandalf, you're an idiot. You just say friend and elvish. We get Sam horse, horse girl moments where oh, yeah, um, they, they can't... they say goodbye to the horse they're... that they took from the guy in... Um, uh, by the inn. Yeah. Uh. And he's really sad, and he's just like, but will it be okay? And Aragorn's like, he'll find his way home. And he does. And Sam's like, oh, okay, goodbye, my dear friend. 
Um, I do love how much care and attention Tolkien takes to make sure that um, the audience knows that any horses that appeared abandoned were, in fact, found found their way either to Tom Bombadil or someone else who would take care of them. That's what I want for every horse in the world. Like every time a horse Bombadil. like goes off frame, Tolkien is like, "Don't worry, no horses were harmed in the making he made of it this to book." Tom, he made it to Tom Bombadil. Don't you fucking worry. And he is with Tom Bombadil, and after Tom Bombadil, he went and worked for a long, healthy life. He is doing fine. <laughs> this um, this is just another reason why this entire text would be so much poorer without Sam Gamgee. Because like, while well, everyone is like worried about their like epic world entering mission quest sam you know sam is just like the one who's like okay is everyone getting enough to eat uh how are the horses doing and like that that level of groundedness just like brings so much to to the the fantasy of it all you know it makes it feel like a lot more i don't know a lot more a lot more real and a lot you know easier to Mm -hmm. get invested to you know no, I God, he's so me coded. Yeah. I want him so bad. And a lot, exactly. a lot, of, a lot of fantasy doesn't do that these days. So you know, just like a little, little, little shout out to Sam for 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 doing the good work. I yeah, a lot it. of fantasy has like you know maybe like the grizzled dad character, but he's just like, but I'm just a family man. Sam is fully just the dude who's just kind of like, yeah, but um, how's the horse doing? Mm-hmm. Is the horse doing all right? Hey, did everyone did everyone eat their three square meals? I love the detail of him keeping the. It's in the the second movie, but it's mentioned in the this uh, this book, Fellowship, that he um, keeps the little thing of salt and like re- replenishes it when he can. So he just always has just a little bit of salt to freshen up any meal that they have on the road. And I just love him. He likes to add flavor to every single one of Frodo's meals, and I love him dearly yeah it's like a it's a small thing that can be packed and it'll make all the difference on the road you know god i can't wait to talk about that movie in that moment in the second movie because frodo is so like holy shit dude <laughs> he's so enamored with him he's like goddamn. it's like that big like somebody does something kind of stupid but it makes you love them you know like it's not stupid to you but all mm-hmm. you can think is that's so stupid you're like oh no i'm obsessed with him <laughs> yeah huh? you're just like <laughs> Oh, you brought salt all this way? Yeah. Oh, wow, we're literally journeying to hell and you just brought some (laughs) salt to freshen up our meal? (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kiss you so fucking hard, dude. Like, I swear to God. Anyways, um, they go into the mines. Turns out, uh, shit fucked in there. Yeah. Everyone's dead. It's not good. It's not a good time. No one's having a good time in there. It's a tomb. Hey, um, here's my question for, uh, Gimli. Uh Uh-huh. What... Why the fuck didn't you notice that your cousin and all his people were skeletons? Not not say mail, any letters, not visiting on the weekends. Well, you know, they were busy mining. Their family, yeah, maybe their family is just like that, you know? He's like, oh, you will not believe. My cousin, he loves me. I have not spoken with him in about 30 years, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. But he would be so happy to have me over. That's dwarf family. You just show up and they're like, oh, you're related to me somehow. It's been like 40 years, but yeah, dude, you can come over. Fuck yeah. You can come over with your weird wizard and the evil curse ring. Welcome to the mine. We live here. What up, dude? What up? We have no respite from the thin air down in the mountain. 
Yeah, we have no respite from the thin air and maybe the giant demon we unleashed. Well, you know. You know that the only thing they ever talk about is just, like, shit that happened 40 years ago because literally they have not talked since then and that's the only common ground they share. Literally. They're like, damn, do you remember 40 years ago when that little cousin was a baby? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. They were so He's little, a full-grown man now, little. but that shit's crazy. He's because 40 now. <laughs> He's still, like, little, but damn, that beer crazy. Um, everyone's dead in the mines. Goblins killed them. Shit's fucked in there. Um, yeah. Gandalf is like, well... The king is fully entombed, just, like, in the middle of a room. Gimli is just like, oh, yeah, my my cousin, my cousin the king, he would be honored to have us. He is in a tomb, my guy. He is in a crypt. He is a skeleton. He's a skeleton surrounded by other skeletons. Yeah, he's not even just a skeleton. They took the time to bury that one. Yeah. To bury him and then, like, make a little eulogy for him and then the eulogy be like, shit's fucked in here. They put him We're in the dying. big coffin uh... and then immediately all turned into skeletons. <laughs> and so Gimli, text your family maybe a little more often than every 80 years. Um, they find the king. Gandalf reads that shit got fucked real bad in there. Uh, and then goblins attack. It's not good. Uh, the party fucks up almost immediately again because Frodo, in this kerfuffle, gets stabbed. Uh-huh. By a troll. Yeah. And then presumably dies. I say presumably, because turns out he's wearing special armor that's resistance to all stab damage. Mm-hmm. And he's fine. Yep. Yeah. Turns but he out. did- he was really fucking milking out- it. He was milking it. Yeah, turns out in the last town we were in, Bilbo just gave him the world's most expensive armor. And it yeah, protected- just casually, and yeah. Frodo's just like, just gonna cover this up a little bit, just not gonna tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> in the extended edition, at one part, Gandalf just says, like, yeah, Bilbo does have some cool, like, super rare expensive armor that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he ever did with it. Yeah, and Bilbo just, like, kind of tugs it. Yeah, Frodo's just like, Um... Why did Frodo milk it like that? Why did he pretend to be dying? He thought Sam might be dumb enough to give him you milk. Know. <laughs> he was waiting for Sam for to a run stab over. Wound. <laughs> right over to be like, oh, don't worry, Mr. Frodo. Oh, I, got I got you. you. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I have to give him mouth to mouth. And they're all like, it's a stab wound. He's like, oh no, I got it. No. So it might not even work. Frodo wakes up. No, no, let him. Let him do it. Maybe. Let him do it. Maybe he's just, like, having a weird moment of, like, of of privilege. It's like, wow, I've got the world's most expensive armor. I feel kind of weird about that. Maybe I'll just pretend to die. <laughs> maybe so I'll just that die. No- <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just pretend to die so that no one catches on to the fact that I'm wealthy. <laughs> I like to think that he was kind of pissed that none of the party was really taking seriously how much they needed to protect him. So he's just like, what if I just pretend to die just to scare him a little bit? Yeah, they need to take their job more fucking seriously. I'll give them a little scare. What if I just pretended to die right here, right now? How'd that fuck them up? (laughs) Keep them on their goddamn toes, huh? Yeah, maybe you should pay more attention to me, bitch. Wow, wouldn't Um, it be so fucked if the ring bearer died? Anyway, I'm wearing armor, so I'm good. But y'all need to do better next time. I'm perfectly (laughs) fine. Literally not even a bruise. Anyways, in, uh, in the book, it's definitely like, oh no, that 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 fucking hurt real bad. It just didn't break the skin. In the movie, it's just like, no, he's fine. 
No, he's no, he pre- fine. he literally pretends to pass out, and then he just gets up and he's like, "No, I'm good." Um, they're running from the goblins. Goblins are attacking, but then um, a big a big man shows up, or a shadow, or fire. Don't really know. Tolkien just described it as a shadow and a flame through the fire and the flame. Um, yeah. Gandalf says, oh, we're fucked. We're fucked. We need to go. Gandalf said, we are not high enough level for this. Gandalf said, I might be, um, but none of you are. And I don't really feel like doing that. So we need to go. Uh, They run, they run. Then a giant demon shows up. Uh, Really like that it still looks good in the movie. I like Mm -hmm. the effects that look good in the movie still. Um, Also, at at the giant demon in the movie. Yeah, the, At the ogre giant demon didn't look so hot, but the Balrog was good. It, well, yeah. yeah. Balrog? Wood. Um, <laughs> anyways, they get to a bridge, and Gandalf says this funny line where he says, you shall not pass, and the Balrog says, what if oh, What if well. I did, though? <laughs> <laughs> what if I just... What, what if I just did, though? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Gandalf does, like... Two bouts of magic here where he casts a magic shield and it breaks almost immediately. And then he casts a quake? Sure. He breaks the bridge a little bit. So when the Balrog steps on it, he falls. And he's like, well, my job here is done. And then he dies. Yep. And then he dies. Falls to his death with the Balrog. And falls to his death with the Balrog. All the way to hell. (laughs) Everyone's really sad about it. Um, everyone's crying and shitting and pissing, being sad. Uh, Aragorn's like, okay, that was sad, but we need to go, though. That was really sad, but we still gotta, like, dump a ring in a lava. We gotta dump a ring into a volcano, so you guys gotta get your shit together. Once again, the only member of the party who came prepared. Yeah, Um, we, 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 we gotta, we still gotta drop the ring in that, in that hot earth juice, so let's get a move on, people. We can cry. Hustle up, hustle, let's get... We can cry about rude grandpa later. <laughs> we can cry about the really cool rude grandpa later. We gotta go. Um, they start putting some hustle, putting some step into it. They get to some woods where they find some other elves. But these elves are kind of a bit fruity, but also a bit racist. Mm. Um, but it's fine, because Gimli's also a bit racist. In the book, we do get a really cute part where Legolas takes Gimli uh, around to see his entire country um, to make him feel better about all his people being dead. They go clubbing. Yeah, they go mm-hmm. on like a... Legolas takes Gimli clubbing to make him forget about his family being dead. They go on like a one, one-on-one little roundabout. I know! Like, I'm gonna, I'm, don't worry, I'm gonna take your cares away. He's like, listen, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna party my way. Um... I know we're talking about Frodo and Sam, but I think we should spend a little time on. We can we can do them at the end. Just a little bit of Gimli Legolas. We can we can do a roundabout at at the end of the movies. How's that? <laughs> um, uh, there's a cool ethereal lady, as um, Tolkien describes her, named Galadriel. Yeah, uh, yet another lady. Ne- yet another lady. She shows Frodo some cool visions, which are um, the world's going to get fucked up and be bad, and uh, you have a job to do, so go ahead and do it. Um, he says, do you want ring? And she says, you you want me to take ring and be evil? And I would he be says, so hot and powerful. I would be so ring. hot and powerful, but also evil. And he's like, 
why does everyone keep saying that to me? And she's like, anyways, no, you keep ring. It's your job. Um, they leave from there. Uh, they get on some boats to go across a river. And in the meantime, some orcs are chasing them down. Some big buff orcs are just, they're, they're stepping, they're high stepping through the woods. There's a little funny shot in the movie where, um, an orc is running through the woods and looks at the camera and then it cuts to Legolas who also looks directly at the camera. Yeah. To make direct, um, diner scene and always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) um, this is the part where Bormir, uh, is just like, so, hey, Frodo. Hey, 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 Frodo. Hey, hey, Frodo. Hey, Frodo. You should give me the fucking ring. And Frodo's like, no. And he's like, no, seriously. Give it to me. Here's the thing. It would be better if I had it. You know how, you know all the people who have been telling you that other people shouldn't have the ring and... Uh, that anyone with a desire for power holding it will absolutely fuck things up royal. Actually, I'm built different, so hand it over. You should give it to me because my brain meat huge and I'm the only one who knows how to use it. And Frodo's like, no. And he's like, but what if I took it anyway? Well, what the fuck do you know, you stupid little hobbit? You stupid little man. Yeah. And then like Frodo says, tall, no. So actually, I think I will have it. Mm-hmm. Um, Frodo puts on the ring, gets away from him, and Bormir's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, babe. No, come back. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Wait, oh shit, I'm, I'm a little sorry. Worm. I'm sorry. I just needed Snickers. Please come back. I'm sorry. I'm sitting my white ass down and listening. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm learning. <laughs> um, that's where Frodo decides at that moment. He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This party sucks. I hate it here. I gotta mm-hmm. get out." Uh, Aragorn's like, hey man, where are you going? He's like, out. And Aragorn's like, well, bye. Uh, orcs attack, and he's like, get out of here. Um, Frodo does. In the movie, a cool fight happens, blah, 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 don't really care. Mary and Pippin get kidnapped. like the fights in the movie very much. This is my controversial opinion. I think there's too much I'm still a 12-year-old cam, boy. And I would like to be able to see what's going on instead of a bunch of swords, you know, just camera cuts in the middle of a sword swinging. That's not very compelling to me. That just kind of makes me want to look away from the screen because there's a lot happening and yet also nothing happening. I'm still a 12-year-old boy. I still pop huge when I see it, but I get that. Yeah. It was um, groundbreaking for the time of 2001 or whenever, wherever it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I can respect the costuming and the choreography and stuff like that. Oh, the but costuming yeah, they're not, is amazing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, the fact that they made every poor fucking extra sit in makeup for about eight hours to look like a horrible little goblin. And then said, you're going to die almost immediately. Exactly. Orcs like, I love all that stuff. That's, so that's fucking fun for easily. Me. If a hobbit walks within two feet of one, they immediately explode. It is really funny in the movie, the part where um, Saruman is explaining race science to the Urukai <laughs> and being like, you were specifically bred to be so based and hot and like orc pilled and so cool. You don't feel pain. You're so strong and just, you will literally get anyone I tell you to. And then in the movie, and anytime there's like a fight scene, they get stabbed once and they're like, oh! Yeah. They're like, oh! Anyways, um, Mary and Pippin get kidnapped. 
Boromir gets shot full of arrows and dies. Um, Frodo, Frodo just kind of leaves. Yeah. He gets to the shore, he gets on a boat, uh, and starts getting in the boat, and then Sam materializes out of nowhere, and is like, okay, I'm going with you, and Frodo's like, no, heart emoji, and Sam's like, yes, heart emoji, and Frodo's like, you'll drown, heart emoji, and then Sam's like, don't care, and then drowns. Sam says, you would never let me drown. (laughs) You wouldn't let me die. Oh. I know we're both down horrendous for each other. Oh, you're taking a boat to uh to go and leave me behind forever? Well, guess what, bitch? I can't swim. <laughs> guess what? Sure would be a shame if I drowned following you. That'd be quite a burden to carry around. Would you just let me die on my birthday? <laughs> I'm just a little birthday boy. Um, yeah, so Frodo rescues Sam. They have a beautiful heart-to-heart in the boat, sopping wet, mm-hmm. and then they go on a journey together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this scene is so goddamn beautiful. It's like, so good. Um, I legit cried when I when I was reading the book. It's so tender and precious. Mm-hmm. It's really tender. I also, I'm going to keep referring back to the movie as well. I love the acting in the movie because... Um, Sam in the movie is like genuinely looking like he's about to sob in this moment where he's just like, I wouldn't, I made a promise that I would never leave you and I don't intend to. I would never ever leave you behind. And Mm -hmm. Frodo is just like, oh, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, holy shit. Um, There's a cute moment at the end where Aragorn, where Legolas is like, well, we fucked this up royally. Should we just go home? And Aragorn's like, or. We could go rescue the two hobbits who just got kidnapped. Yeah. And they're like, sure. Merry and Pippin just got snapped, <laughs> snatched up. Maybe we should do something about that. I don't know. Maybe we should go get them, Ma- IDK. Main quest is in the fucking toilet. GM is tearing up their notes. <laughs> like <laughs> GM and now has to host two sessions. Yeah, the GM is now like, okay, great, I have to host these two doing their fucking carry quest with the fucking freak from the woods, (laughs) and now these guys are going to be running after the couple orcs, because these two got their asses kidnapped, so now I'm going to have to do one with them in the fucking trees. This is, um, the GM, uh, realized that Frodo and Sam were a little too, like, chummy with each other, like, they had a great great vibe going on he's like i gotta introduce like a third i gotta introduce like a point of contention with these motherfuckers mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't lasting that's right boromir's um, boromir was just like uh i can only stick around for 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 you know this one last session so i guess uh i'll kill my character off and also cause some real problems while i'm doing it cause some real fuck shit to happen while doing it also you should throw my boat off the side of a waterfall boromir ran headfirst into those orcs and then was like what do you mean i failed all my death saves what do you mean my character's dead this is bullshit he said no he's still going he's still fighting he's no, like he's still fighting okay then you failed again there's another arrow and he's like it's fine <laughs> my character's bullshit. based actually I don't where play is everybody character. i don't want to roll another character i'm leaving he rolls and plays Gollum next that's what he does he's just like fine i'll still be a problem actually that would be creative dming if he was like you know what fine you can be the villain if you really want to be annoying as shit you get to be golem next yeah you get to annoy these characters not me (laughs) you get to be andy circus next anyways uh 
the end of the movie is Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli going to catch some hobbits, and then Sam and Frodo being like, damn, Mortar looks fucked, huh? And uh, Sam being like, well, shit's gonna be bad, and Frodo being like, but I'm glad I have you, bud. And then the movie and book ends. That's right. And there were no more of them. Ever. I wonder what's gonna happen to those hobbits. I guess we'll never find out. I guess they're. They end, I guess they'll they get all the, the way to Mordor. You think Frodo's I guess, gonna I carry? Guess we'll... You think Frodo's gonna carry the ring that whole way? That's a long way, though. It's a pretty long. It was way. really far away. That's a long way to carry a ring that's whispering sweet nothings into your ear. That is true. Sweet, sweet evil nothings. Sweet dreams are made of rings. Yeah. Who am I to disobey? Um. How'd you guys like the gay moments in this movie? And book? And movie? Very good. Um, like I said... I'm glad I... Ian McKellen was there to inject them back into the movies. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, as uh, you pointed out in the Discord, Emery, this movie did uh, grab my wet little mind as a child and then mold <laughs> it into a pride flag. Oh, yeah. Um, Sam and Frodo but, yeah. are just so adorable. <laughs> it's just two little polite boys who don't know that they're obsessed with each other mm-hmm. who are just kind of like nah I'm sure he isn't that obsessed with me I'm sure it's fine yeah no he is yeah I had really forgotten how much I liked like the book versions of the characters specifically not that yes. I think they're like not good in the movies or anything like that but like just like the extras you get in the book with like Sam being like always just like <laughs> blushing and holding Frodo's hand or saying something silly mm-hmm. and just like you know just he's just like he's cute and then like having Frodo always being like um yeah I'm I'm going on the journey with Sam they're like okay Frodo you still agree to be the ring bearer and he's like yeah with Sam yeah Sam, with Sam here Sam is coming with me yeah Sam's coming along and Sam's like wasn't planning on leaving <laughs> yep I'm here <laughs> um they're so devoted to see. each other it's it's very nice it's boy I mean I, I think I, I pointed out my yep sorry I never like read all the way through the third book, but like I know, I know like the whole like penultimate scene with them, and honestly, I cannot fucking wait to get there because boy oh boy, it's it's gonna be a lot. I'm <laughs> going to be entirely regular on that entire episode. Oh yeah, I won't um, maybe die when we get to um, Sam being like I can't carry this burden for you but i can carry you mm-hmm. i won't die a little actually they have such a perilous quest ahead of them but they love and support each other so much it's two hobbits <laughs> against the world do you think they can make it do they think do you think they can do it i wonder i wonder if even at the end of all things they'll happy to be be happy to be with each other oh my god i wonder if i wonder if that'll happen haha 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 do we want to do a ranking for this one or do we want to save it until we do all i kind of want to rank it for the merits of the book itself like rank each book individually yeah and then maybe do like a collated ranking at the end yeah we'll just like average it yeah yeah okay i forget i forget in this book was rosie mentioned at all i swear she wasn't 
So it's just Sam and Frodo happy hour, huh? Yeah, I swear, like, Tolkien got to the end and was writing that aforementioned penultimate scene and was like, because Sam, I think. I need to give this guy a wife. Yeah, at least in the movie, he does say, like, Oh, Rosie, I, um... He does look longingly if I at were, her at the If party. I was ever going to... In the movie, yes. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't recall I don't what that think happens she's in, the, in book. the book. Um, yeah, I can't remember. And I... I, I think Tolkien to- fully adds a woman at the end, which is... Because I do think in the book... I, I think in the book, but I know in the movie he mentions her when, like, he and Frodo are about to die and is like, oh, yeah, there's this girl, and if I ever were going to marry someone, it would have been her. And I swear that Tolkien just wrote her in right there and then wrote the scene when he gets back, like, oh, Rosie was pissed that he left without marrying her, and now they're married. What happened was that he was sending his manuscripts to C.S. Lewis, and C.S. Lewis just wrote back with that Gay. scene, like, outline, just being like, bit fruity? <laughs> Gay? <laughs> Gay question mark? And he's like, damn it. Um, that one highlight from like Moby Dick from like an, uh, a reader in the 60s that had like gay written in or homosexual. <laughs> um, I only asked that because um, so there's like no trace of no homo in this. Wow. Yeah, the closest thing I can think to a no homo is that anytime there's a woman, they're like, oh, she's so ethereal Damn. and beautiful. We're all so impressed We're and attracted so to her. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Good thing she's married to Tom Bombadil. It is the most no homo thing, <laughs> yeah. too, because it is very just like, oh, yeah, there's no one who has like a preference for this woman or anyone who is like. No one who's like, eh, she's not really my thing, but she's nice. Yeah, none of these men seem to have a type or a way with talking with women or any of these women having any other <laughs> attitudes within themselves, which Ambiently is A, misogyny, <laughs> but also B, has that undercurrent of just like, are any of these men attracted to women or do they <laughs> just think they're supposed to be? Ambiently attracted. To do a woman. That's nice. Yeah, she's pretty. Anyway. They're behaving like I was when I was 10, and someone was Literally. just like, Do you like girls? And I was like, They're nice. Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, uh, one of those guys you know. who's who was hot? the last one I saw? You know, one of the beautiful ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're all so beautiful. I just, I couldn't say. What's which your one type? Was the most uh, beautiful. You know, lady. A um, beautiful lady with golden hair. Beautiful lady, I guess. Yeah, no one is attracted to women. They just like talking about how fair they are. Just like ambiently just being like, women nice. Yeah. Just that's nice. They're so nice. They do the housework and they're pretty. And we're all just in a better mood when they're around. Yeah, we're all just, you know, it's great that they maintain the household. We love that. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So what are we uh, giving this for Boy. no homo? Maybe maybe it's pretty like homo a three, despite that. Like maybe like a three. Yeah. It's not um it's very not convincing, but they sure do put it in there. He keeps trying. He, keeps he writes trying. it as someone who doesn't know homosexuality exists. He's doing his He darndest. writes it as kind of like the like, yeah, that's just a fact of the world. You see a woman and you're like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Why would I need to justify that these men like women? Obviously, they'll see one and be like, that's nice. They will all see one and equally have the same reaction to her. As all men do. <laughs> because I, I certainly have had that equal reaction that every other man has. As all men have seen a woman, you go, that's nice. And as we all know, beauty standards are the same against all races and cultures. 
Yeah, everyone, everyone looks will at look the at the same this... lady and has the same reaction. <laughs> and says, has the same reaction, which is, that's nice. I'm glad she maintains the household. That's right. We love white women. <laughs> we, says love... Tolkien. <laughs> we love white women here. God. J.R. Tolkien said, Where are the white women at? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> we didn't really touch on it, but this book is so fucking racist. Oh no, it's so deeply it's racist. racist. Once again, I thought bringing it up when I brought up that he kidnapped every black horse, and I'm just yeah. like, Jared Tolkien is the epitome of being like, and dark things are evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you started bringing that up, I thought you were going to go into, <laughs> did anyone love it, when um, the gaffer was like, oh, if that black rider shows up again, I will get him out of here. I don't like that <laughs> there black are rider. Multiple. Like. There multiple, multiple times there's just like black person black writer and it's all the same like oh because he's cloaked in black and he's evil but we're like mm, tolkien you did come on now. There's did, also... you literally did just say the words black man <laughs> yes <laughs> there's also um we'll get to it later in the other books but there is like the orcs being like heavily like oh they're big and brutish and they got like stern faces and like hard features anyways Sauron summons his, like, evil armies of the men from the east. Mm -hmm. I also love in the movie that one brown guy who dies so that Theoden gets to be woke. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gets to be, well, he's not evil. He doesn't, he got drafted just like everyone in my army. Yeah. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Shame that he's brown. (laughs) If he wasn't so brown, he might have not joined the evil army and would have joined the good army instead. Yeah, um, hot take. J.R. Tolkien, racist. Yeah, well, kind yeah. That's what happens when you grow up in the middle of empire and you don't question it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we thinking for uh, a no hetero? No hetero. No hetero. <sighs> they did have a scene so touching that it made me cry. Exactly. <laughs> We, I'm, I'm not, I'm never going to push past the line of Sam rushing in without asking, grabbing Frodo's hand, yeah, and then just like gently stroking it, and then realizing that he was doing it and shyly looking away. And when Sam's like, "Hi," when Frodo, Frodo was like, "Hi, Sam," and Sam was like, "It's warm, <laughs> your hand," yeah, just like, "Hey, man." Yeah, Sam's uh, pretty gay. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of innuendo fun. writing you get when you're like reading like a shitty smut fic. Honestly, just like it's warm. I I mean your hand. Yeah, man. I yep. Yeah, that's some men.com shit right there. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> just he grabbed it hurt hastily and stroked it. I mean, but then he shyly looked away. <laughs> it's warm. I mean your hand. His hand. Hit just, your hand. Uh huh. Just just the irresistible hand-holding urge just zero self-control he can't fucking stop himself but then once again yeah the ending scene where sam just like breaks down and is just like i i can't ever leave you i made a promise and i mean to keep it i'll always be there to protect you and frodo just breaks down also I fucking love them so oh much. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've definitely got like a major like no no romo. Like this is like devotion. You <laughs> this know? is like that's there. 
I'm this is con- levels we haven't seen since some um, Atmon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Since just doing things with your bro that other people are just like, are you guys okay? <laughs> yeah. If Let me fun. apply this Band-Aid to your forehead <laughs> while straddling you. <laughs> Sam would do that. He'd be like, Mr. Frodo, you have a cut. And just like straddle him. Mm-hmm. If Gatchmon were in this book, he would be asking if they're on a date. He would be constantly searching, like, terms for date, <laughs> marriage, yeah, proposal. Is it, mm-hmm. is it gay to uh, uncontrollably grab your bro's hand? Is it gay that the first thing you do when you see your bro is immediately grab his hand and then stroke it gently? And then awkwardly yes. explain how, no, you're not just holding, you're not holding hands. You just <laughs> wanted to see if it was warm or not. <laughs> See if it was warm because it's been cold all these nights that you were holding it already. I just yeah, I wasn't to trying to hold your hand. I was just, I have been holding your hand. <laughs> I have been holding your hand for and so many nights. And it's been really nights. cold, so I just wanted to make you know, sure. I had, I had to keep it warm, but yeah. now it's doing that itself, so I don't have to do it anymore. You know, it's it's not oh, gay when I like achieved. look at the weather report. I'm just, it's just a temperature thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's not gay, bro. It's temperature. You need to stop bringing it up, honestly. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with holding my hand, Frodo? Why are you just keep bringing up the fact that I hold, held your hand and stroked it gently? <laughs> uh, I don't know where this puts it for rankings, though. No hetero is a tough one, I think. Yeah. Like... Mostly because J.R. Tolkien is the straightest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he's rolling in his grave, but Ian McKellen, though, did want it to be gay. And who am I to deny Ian McKellen I feel like anything? Andy Serkis wants it to be gay, too. Well, you know, we'll get there. Thank you to Andy Serkis for reading the audiobook, by the way. Exactly. Ooh, Anyways. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing the Rob Inglis version. I didn't know there was mm. an Andy Serkis one. I, I think I also got the Rob Inglis version, and I do need to find the Andy Serkis one for uh, reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Do we want to give No Hetero a high score or, like, a mid score? I think it's high to me. It's high to me. I think, yeah. I want to... There's just I'm not so enough. biased. I'm so biased, I want to give it a five because I'm biased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because this movie ruined me as a person, but... I, I, could, I, could go, I could go with a five. I feel like, you know, it's... It still has, like, a level of reservation about it that keeps me from pushing it to a six, but I think it's, a, it's to me, it's a very yeah, solid it's a, five. It's a chaste love. It's yeah. a chaste love. These boys are afraid to show their feelings when other people are around, but let me tell you, when they're mm-hmm. alone and they're on, like, a boat, maybe, getting ready to set off on a journey, those emotions are going to be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Just having some boat feels with your bro. Uh, they really are just like on a boat. Sam would wear a hat that says, of, of course I come fast, I have fish to catch. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh my, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like God, maybe he's such more a nice Mary, boy. But... <laughs> Frodo would buy it for him and Sam would wear it all the time. Because he just likes whatever Frodo gets for him. He does not him. know what it means at all. Yeah, he d- also doesn't get it. He buys it for Sam. Sam wears it a few times and is so, like, they're all just laughing at him and nobody knows what it means that Mary has to, like, take it. 
but you know Sam would be like he would he would be up to bat. He was like, My fucking my fucking friend Frodo got this for me. You got a problem with it? And everyone would be like, No. Nope. No, I'm saying Mary takes it to stop yeah. people from making fun of Sam. Yeah. You know Sam would be up to bat though. Yes. The whole time he did have He's it. He's totally fine, but Mary will still protect him. Anyways. Um, what are your arguments for not five? No, I think it could be a five. I think, like, maybe the later ones, when we actually do get, like, rosy, like, maybe we'll end up giving it a lower score then, like okay, those but books. But I think the, the first later one, one here, does have, I can't carry this burden mm-hmm. for you, but I can carry you. I know. So that might balance it a little bit. I think that one's going to be a trickier. That one's going to be contentious. Rating altogether. But I think this one, honestly, like, the two it's women so it has like it's it, it's all about them having what very much seems like a romance you know the two women in it are uh what if women are nice you know women are just ambiently ethereal and nice <laughs> everyone so agrees this <laughs> um what about no romo no romo i think no romo is <laughs> I, think I think it's like a one God. These boys are married and they don't know it. Yeah, here's the thing though. I They yeah. don't they they don't know that it's gay. <laughs> That's true. They don't know what gay is. Yeah, this is some like broke back mountain <laughs> shit, honestly. Some... They don't know what gay is, but they are obsessed with each other. They are I like... kinda wanna give it a high score because like That's true. Because a lot of times we look at no Romo like, okay, how well does the relationship survive without romance kind of thing? And I do think they have like a devotion to each other that is fun to explore in a platonic way. Yeah, I just don't with the fellas. It's very difficult for me to read it as platonic, but <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> I think it's platonic in that way where um you know, you just yeah, and you know, sometimes you kiss your friend at college, but you know, you guys are you're just bros, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what you did at college. You'd experiment a little bit, but it's fine. Sam gets a wife, so it's, you know, it's cool. Yeah, sometimes you just have undying devotion for your bro. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just go with him literally to hell and back. Yeah, You will never understand a warrior's bond. You know, sometimes you spend some time in a man's garden and don't really interact <laughs> with him much socially, and that means you're ready to die for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you might uh, kind of spy on him near constantly and tell all his friends that he's looking a little listless and that uh, maybe you need to go on a journey with him. He's just been walking around muttering, am I ever going to see this river again? God, Uh, I love him. God damn it, Frodo. (laughs) What a dumb motherfucker. I love them all. Um, Uh, So what are we thinking? uh, Like a four? I'm maybe thinking, like, go right down the middle with a three, because on one hand, there is, like, such a clear, pronounced level of desire there that it's hard to read as entirely platonic. But also, they don't know that. You know, the level of devotion that they have. Yeah, these bitches don't know. Yeah, no, it's like... Yeah, it's true. This is a world where I don't think homosexuality exists mm -hmm. in the minds of the characters. No one knows what it is. Yeah. Not one person has ever known what it is. It is there, though. Yeah. I kind of want to give it a four. 
You want to give it that four? I don't know if that's just, I don't know if that's contentious, but I I just think like it's, it's got that level of devotion where I want to give it a high score, but then the characters don't know, but I still want to give it like just above a three where it's not just totally like nebulous or contentious. It's like, no, they, they're in love with each other. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, (laughs) they don't know it. The author doesn't know it, but they're in love with each other. Well, a high score would be that they're just friends. The low one is the uh, there. There's that level of devotion. Here's, I mean, or am I thinking of No Romo here's wrong? The thing though, I think like I think No I, Romo, like because we gave like Tom Gregg a one No Homo, where it's like all No Romo. Yeah, No Romo. I, that's what I meant because it's like all toxicity, no like actual yeah, platonic is. bond. Whereas No Romo, like not, it's not necessarily that they are not romantic, but they have like entered like they a have bond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I they think, have a bond, okay. they have a connection, they have stuff that, like, would survive outside of a romantic relationship. Yeah, I think, I think, like, they are there for each other in a way that goes beyond just, like, the desire, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're besties. Yeah, they're, they're, besties. they're in it to the end. They're like, they're bros for life. They are, they're, yeah, no, they are, they are like tight as fuck. They're, they're homies till the end. And also they just want to kiss each other a little bit. But you know, the, the, I mean, that who, doesn't, you, you know, know who the kissing part kiss doesn't invalidate the, uh, the, the, the strength of the, uh, of, of, the bond they have, you know, as as yeah. in as like a no Romo thing, I think. I no, think who both the Ro- yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, I think both the, the, the no hetero and no Romo can be very strong in this case. Well, we gotta choose a number. No, I think so I I think no hetero is good at a three because I think um, I, I kind of want to not really ding it, but I do want to ding it a little bit for just having three woman characters mm-hmm. <laughs> so far. No, they two, all, sorry. Who they all ambiently say is nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're, she's pretty. Um, she's really nice. And we like to be no, around her. No, I guess her. it is three so far. We have Goldberry, Arwen, and um, uh, not, not Aon, Galadriel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have three women so far. Um, So I kind of want to just keep that at a three. And then I think No Homo is great at a five and No Romo. Or what did we? Yeah, we said five, right? No Homo. And then No Hetero or No Romo at a four. Just like a little bit on the side of like, they love each other. (laughs) So like a 12? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a 12. Good score. This one was contentious. I love the debate. I love the debate. I love the debate. I love for the debate to get uh, weirder as these go on. Yeah. We are all sitting in a circle. We've got Sam and Frodo on the table, and we're all sitting in a circle around it, and we are debating what to do with them. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Much like the Fellowship of the Ring. Pushing pushing note cards back and forth to each other that just say, get married, question mark? Okay. Gay question mark? Frodo runs up behind me. I will take Sam. I will take him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds yep. like the council like, has made its decision. Over. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sounds like the council has made a decision on a 12. That's correct. But we can revisit this. Maybe yeah. in about, I don't know, six weeks. <laughs> maybe in about five to six weeks. Who yeah, knows? I guess we'll see what happens. 
I guess we'll see. Maybe things will change. Maybe a little guy will get in between them. Oh, fuck. A horrible little man. <laughs> that would be so rude. That'd be so sad if a horrible little man maybe got in between them a little bit. Damn. Uh, I just want to... Would two people just... leave your polycule and you get a nasty little man in there? Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Darn, I thought it was just going to be Sam and Frodo on their own, them against the world. I, what, what, what the fuck is this about a little guy, a nasty man? A nasty little man who they kind of keep on a leash and kind of acts like their dog. A lot of puppy mode in this. I love Gollum. I love him. He's a nasty little freak. I'm one of those people who just like, I loved Lord of the Rings watching as like, a, I don't know, kind of an older child. My parents thought the beheadings were too much for me. So, um, but like when I watched it, I was like, I love Gollum. Gollum's my favorite character. I like all these bitches, you know, in their own little gay way. But Gollum, that's my bitch. I used to watch the third movie all the time. Um, one, because I'm gay and for obvious reasons. Right. Um, two, because I really like the big spider. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I really like to see the big spider. We love it's the big horror so spider. It's so funny. It's so funny that they gave the spider titties. They do give the spider titties. Did you guys ever play the Shadow of Mordor game? No, I, did I didn't. Not. Did you know she's in the Shadow of Mordor game, but in that she's like a hot elf lady? I, I did know. I knew this. Yeah, and the lore is that um, Sauron like cursed her to be a spider. Oh my god, it's just like Nagini. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> damn, I'm kind of pissed off at you for helping the hero. What if I cursed you to from hot elf lady to big spider. What is Personally, it? Personally, I'm those? into big spider. It's yeah, a, I mean big spider, cool. Yeah, have you seen her? Oh yeah. Really funny that she stabs Frodo and Sam assumes he's dead, and then like two seconds later, two guys walk over and was like, "Good thing he's alive." Cool, he's good. Good thing he's alive. Anyways, let's go torture him. Is that podcast? I wish I I knew anything about the Gollum video game so I could make jokes about it. Oh my god, I forgot that that happened. Is this how we're going to launch our Patreon? Is that we're going to attempt... (laughs) You're going to play the Gollum game? We're going to attempt to play the Gollum video game. Because I heard that game is quite literally unplayable. Yeah, I've heard it's dog (sighs) shit. I've heard it... (laughs) Like, I heard it's dog shit. I heard it's dog shit. I heard it's, like, literally unplayable. Like, it crashes every two seconds. God. Which is delightful. Like, it has an autosave feature, but the autosave sections are, like, sometimes, like, right in sections where you get caught uh-huh. and then die. And then the autosave loads you back into that exact same scenario. So then you just have to restart the game. Incredible. We love the gaming industry. We love a finished product. <laughs> we love a finished, polished product. That's what's going to launch our Patreon. We're going to talk about what characters have what Nen abilities, and we're also going to talk about the Gollum game. Yeah. That would actually probably be a good side activity to do on that stream, because the game's probably <laughs> going to glitch up and explode yeah, all we, the time. We so can sit there and be like, so rude. Anytime it freezes, I'll just pull up the spreadsheet and be like, all right, so <laughs> let's, be go, like, let's so talk Nen. Roop. <laughs> Conjurer or emitter? Does anyone have a system that can run the Gollum game? Because I don't think I'm running anything from 2023 on my computer. Jesus. No. I mean, I have I have a fucking PS4. I don't know if the Gollum game 
goes back to a PS4. Let's see. I mean, we... There's could, a you PS5 could, in the house, I yeah, think. Yeah, you could. I think it's a PS5. You could ask Adam if we can borrow the PS5 to run the fucking Gollum game. Oh, yeah, no, I'm Run sure that I'm sure that, that would be fine. Platforms, PlayStation <laughs> 4, it is on PlayStation 4, oh. and Nintendo oh. Switch. What the fuck? Oh! I could download that and play it Let right me, in my face. We can <laughs> download the Gollum game. I'm sure it runs great on Nintendo <laughs> on Switch. On a fucking Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Let's I'm sure see. out of all... Let me see the system requirements. Uh... <laughs> Okay, you need 8 gigabytes of RAM, uh, Intel Core i5, um, oh yeah, here we go, here's the shit, uh, NVIDIA GTX 1060 6 gigabytes slash AMD Radeon, uh, R9 920X 4 gigabytes, so you kind of need a fucking graphics card, which I do not have. I'm just looking at, um, the model for Gollum in this game. Mm-hmm. Awful, wretched, <laughs> wretched yeah, man. Pretty bad. I hate to look at him. Why is he got hair? <laughs> he looks just like a little too cute. Where he's he, he's <laughs> like, like, like attempted to make him needs, too cute, and to I'm just nasty. like, no. <laughs> the problem is, yeah. Sometimes I do find nasty Gollum cute, but making him cuter makes him more ugly. He exactly. looks so bad. The more cute you try to make him in an attempt to make him not so ugly, the uglier he gets. You guys paradoxed yourselves. They turned make down him the uglier. nasty slider, and it just really fucked the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, you know when you make something so nasty that you kind of want to protect it, you're like, damn, I have to guard you from the world. And then if you tone that slider down a little too much, then you're just like. Man, you gotta try more. You're just like, mm-hmm. Ugh. You could be cute, and you're not trying. Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> All the way nasty. Then you're just like, man, you're just cursed by the world. You can't yeah, do nothing about like it. Shit. But a little nasty? No. It's now your it fault. It just looks like they fucked up making something cute. Now it's just like, no, what did you make? Uh, just, I keep, keep scrolling through these images of him. Just a wretched human being. How much does this game cost? God, it's still $50. It's still $50 on Steam. I think it's literally still, like, not full game price because they're all, like, $70 now, but it is still obscene when this game should be two. This game should be $2. (laughs) It should be free. They should pay you to play it. (laughs) They should pay us to play it. Maybe we can get get that sponsor. Be like, hey, can we get a free download if we do it on our podcast? Maybe our listeners will pay us to play it. Yeah, no. Mm. If if our Patreon makes us sixty dollars total, we will spend that on Gollum and do and do our silly bullshit. Let's play. Everyone should commission uh, Emery for images Mm -hmm. up to about sixty dollars, so we can play Gollum. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's fucking go. Hell yeah. All right. Where... Hey, what are we doing next time? Oh, yeah, what are we doing next time? Here's the thing, lads. We're finally doing it. We're finally doing... We're finally gonna touch... The, the face of god we're gonna we're gonna we're really gonna go back to one of the all-time legends the all-time classics of uh homoerotic uh subtext we're doing spurk we're doing star trek original series and we're gonna have a yeah. uh, returning guest spike on the show we're going back to the classics 
Uh, We're going back just... to... Yeah, let me quick post the episodes. Uh, so we've got Season 1, Episode 15, Shore Leave. Season 1, Episode 24, This Side of Paradise. Season 2, Episode 1, Amok Time. Season 3, Episode 24, Turnabout Intruder. And for extra credit, we got Season 1, Episode 28, The City on the Edge of Forever. I have not rewatched these in a while ago. These are actually Spike's picks, and... They, she did tell me that uh, she put some of these in the list on purpose to make us mad. <laughs> so it's gonna Wonderful. be good. Time, good. I think. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm excited. No, I love getting mad in Star Trek. We were too positive this episode, so I can't ready to be mad again. Oh Let's yeah. Go. I yeah. It, honestly, Sadly, I probably this doesn't have be, the trouble with troubles, but honestly, I probably should be madder at Lord of the Rings. But gosh darn it. <laughs> Well, we're barely those, in it. Those boys are so charming. Yeah. God. Yeah, here's the thing about Lord of the Rings is that I just sort of feel like... <laughs> I feel like I've anthropomorphized these characters too much in their like <laughs> own real way. I'm like, it's not their fault they were written by <laughs> Tolkien. By J.R. Tolkien. It's not their fault J- Tolkien just didn't know they were gay. He it's just not, wrote it down. He didn't know. It's not their fault that uh, he wrote them to see a woman and say, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah. God. Also, man, before we get out of here, I do got to say, the prose is really pretty. I do like the oh. way everyone talks and the way that things are described. Even if it does kind of have this fucking dryness to it, it's like... It's kind of the dryness that just, like, crumbles in your mouth just right, you know? It is, um... It is, you can imagine, this book would be maybe... Like, this book is an all-timer, once again, because it reshaped the fantasy genre. Mm-hmm. Imagine it if this book had come out when... the adventure. Yeah, when... Imagine if this book had come out when there were, like, editors. <laughs> God, so true. When someone could be like, hey, your prose is amazing, could you cut out like this bit that means nothing to nobody and the the thing is that he did have his friends read this book and they said no one cares about half this shit man (laughs) this is boring as shit dude you gotta take out like half the book man c.s lewis is like this shit boring and he was like you're gonna be a stupid tree i'm gonna make you a stupid fucking tree who talks all day long who gets no pussy who scared away all the pussy (laughs) scared away all the hoes (laughs) scared away every single woman around god i can't wait can't wait until we get to talk about the ent wives that sure is a thing (laughs) god just have you seen them anywhere? Did they all die? No, we just lost them. They just we lost them. Oh, I'm so sorry they died. No, no, like we just can't find them. <laughs> did you Where see the fuck them did they all go? We, none of us know. <laughs> they just left, dude. We don't know where they went. They went to Tom Bombadil. Girls' night. Girls' night. Girls' night. Girls' night. All right. What are our plugs? Uh, you can find the podcast at. We we queerbait at twitter.com. I'm not calling it X. I'm not doing that. <laughs> We're um, not doing it. You can find me at groovingasly at twitter.com. Um, and you can also find me on a podcast called The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. We're a little behind on episode releases, um, but eventually you'll get to uh, see the trial and tribulations that was us trying to release our um, 
first delve into the old Archie comics uh, Ken Penders run. Right. Yeah, I'm. In which we did a. <laughs> I'm we did a part one, and then room, waiting for for that episode release. Also, the latest Sonic X episode you did. Which covers the listen, uh, the, the one Sam the Speed ar- episode that we did for this podcast. Listen to the arduous journey we had. We recorded part one, mm-hmm. and then one of the files got lost, so we had to record it again. Oh, cool. And then oh, we were no. recording part two, and then um, my internet crapped out about halfway through God and damn. didn't come back on until like 11 p.m., so we had to wait a week to record part two. But then it turned out, um, that that half of part two was also basically just an hour long. So we're just going to make part two, part two, part one, and part two, part two. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> so it's re- it's a lot of me um, yelling that Ken Pender sucks. Great, let's go. Why the fuck did he name one of the echidnas who are known for having dreadlocks, Locke? You know. I'm you know going... Why to go to his house and crush him physically <laughs> like an ant anyways how are you guys doing <laughs> sorry we're doing plugs yeah i'm doing <laughs> pretty kind of well <laughs> i'm on a podcast called check out this guy where we talk about our funny little ocs uh boy oh boy you know boy <laughs> We've got our episode on Fellowship. We've got a few episodes on the Fellowship tabletop RPG, which is very heavily Lord of the Rings inspired, and we've got the the we've got an episode on Xenu and Gilly, which is kind of in a similar realm of Sam and Frodo of two people being crazy about each other and just not knowing what to do about it. <laughs> Not to behave, how to behave because of it. (laughs) Exactly. Oh. So go listen to that. It's a pretty good podcast. I'm also on Fur Affinity with the username Space Robot. I got a whole ass gallery there. You can get in touch with me about commissions on Discord if you know me there. Or spacerobotarts at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, commission... Get some commissions from me so we can play Gollum. I'm between jobs right now, so I'll I'll, I'll, I'll draw your stuff real quick. Yeah, maybe you should commission Emery to draw Gollum doing the funny dog pose. Oh, that's so true. That would that's be great. Correct. Yeah, maybe 25 of my hard-earned American dollars will be going to making Emery dr- <laughs> Gollum draw- <laughs> do the funny dog pose. <laughs> Uh, I'm also on an upcoming audio drama. Details forthcoming. That's right. Okay. Um, I am on Tumblr. I have a show Tumblr for this call at um Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. We rate queer bait on Tumblr. And then we got Gone X Will X Hunting for all of our Hunter Hunter podcast stuff. And then you can also find me on Bandcamp. I'm at L underscore sky. And that's it. Wouldn't hey, it be crazy if we went on a crazy um, it'd be crazy whirlwind we, journey through the woods? If we played D&D right now. Ooh. What if we it'd be, What if we threw this podcast into a volcano? <laughs> what, if, what if we went on like a funny journey and then we threw this podcast into a volcano, but then one of us said no? no yeah, I, I jumped in after it like, no, <laughs> my precious! 
Yeah, you bit my finger off in the process. <laughs> That's correct. Actually, what if we, you know, uh, I kind of do want to release this episode. What if we threw Gone Will Hunting in instead? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Throw that shit right that under the That podcast is evil, though. That Chimera Antark had a dark energy rating from it. We were all so pissed. Yeah. Chimera Antark is long. I know. We were staying there for like six consecutive weeks being like, hey, remember when the camera kept showing us Welfin's ass for no reason? <laughs> Anyways, the king is getting nut in by his two servants, so that's fun. Why was Welfin so damn important? God. Uh, because Gyro, you know? Yeah, why was Gyro so damn important? You know? Uh, because he's... It'll work you out know. eventually. <laughs> sure, it'll come back up. He's out there. He definitely wasn't the king. It's no, so that fun. would make too much sense. It's no, he's so on funny. a tropical vacation. That would be too much thematic richness in the ending where the king was like, I hope you'll find Gyro out there somewhere. <laughs> I hope somewhere. you'll find him. That would be too poignant. It's so funny that they cut a kite out of episode one, but still had time to put all the Gyro shit in there. They said, I'm sorry, no one will understand if we put this weird, sexy, long-legged man in this show, episode one. Um, they will have to understand that Gone does know him and loves him deeply um, in about 87 episodes, though. And we can't, we can't keep doing this. Just kidding. Just fucking kidding, though. <laughs> Unless. Unless. <laughs> Bye. 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 Good Evie.